Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. All right. Good morning. It looks like I have APH. I don't know who APH is, um, but I would love to um, kind of make this more of a time when we kind of talk together, work together. So if you have questions, feel free to unmute yourself and ask any questions you have. I might give this just a minute to see if we can get any other people popping in here. But if not, we'll get going. So the main thing that um, kind of started my whole system with client follow-up is I was working at a brokerage previously, and um, we were very, very listing heavy. And what happened from there is obviously the last two years, if you take the last year out of the equation, so from three to two to three years ago, we were in a very, very hot market and everything was selling. And so we had a lot of younger people that didn't have much experience in a normal real estate market, getting a bunch of listings, putting them on the MLS and selling them because that's all it took. Uh, unfortunately, the market got a lot cooler back to what we call a normal market. And all of a sudden, listings were getting canceled because promises were being made that it would sell in two to three days. Um, and clients were just unhappy. And so what happened is uh, my broker was getting upset. People wanted to cancel. So they ended up just giving the listings to me to try and help the um, sellers be more at ease with the process and understand and just be more communicative. And so um, really, that's what happened is I took this system and ended up getting a lot of angry sellers, uh, which then in turn became happy sellers and ended up referring me business. And because of that, it's really become just a, a non-negotiable um, of what I do with all my selling clients to make sure that they're in the know. Um, good morning, Shelby. I was just saying that I am happy to uh, have you participate. So if you have any questions, please let me know. Hey there. Um, and if you need anything in the meantime, if you have something, just please let me know. I'm happy to stop and discuss it as we go through all of this. So I'm going to share my screen here. You should have my screen there, right? Perfect. So um, everything for me starts uh, with the comps. Um, Jesse always talks about scalable and repeatable processes, and I am kind of the same thing. I want to do something one time and not have to worry about it. So uh, I'm not going to get into how we do comps and everything like that because every market's so different. Uh, I see you have some high rises behind you, so you're probably in a very different market than me out here in Arizona. <laughs> um, so I will... Uh, you can unmute if you want. But... So... Um, I like to leave this client search on and I make sure that I have this client search sending people properties every single day. Now, uh, part of what I do, people have differing opinions on this. So it's really up to you. I don't bring comps to listing appointments only because I lost some listing appointments or I've used other people's comps against them because I see the printed out copies. So I'll usually bring a computer or an iPad and show them comps like this. Uh, what that does in turn is that when I send all of the specific comps to the client afterwards, it uh, once they click on a link the first time, it opts them in. 
Otherwise, if you send comps to clients blindly and they're not opted in, they won't see any of these in the future. So getting them to click on it the first time, at least in our MLS, is very, very important. So um, I prefer to just send this to them afterwards. So what I do is, again, send this to them every single day. That way they are updated on all the activity in their neighborhood. It's just the actives, if things went under contract, and if things went pending, and then some of the closed comps as well. Um, the reason I do that is, A, some sellers honestly have no clue that this is automated. So they think that you're doing the work every single day and sending them to them. Um, so you look great from that aspect. Um, the other part of it is it just keeps you updated on their search every day as well to see what's new in the area. And that way you guys can have a discussion if you want. Um, little key here, if you sell and then they go buy, turn this on as the buying side and make sure that they have a neighborhood search on once every week, maybe twice a week, depending on how well you guys have a relationship and how much they want to hear from you. Some people love to know what's going on in their market. Some people don't care quite as much. Um, so from here is where I really start everything. And every single Monday with client follow-up, I make a point to send them a quick one minute video. Uh, we don't overthink this video. All I want to do is take a video off your cell phone. So you can just be holding your cell phone, hold it in front of you. And what I like to do is go through every single Monday morning and look at their search. So again, we're keeping this repeatable. We do this search one time and now we can look at this every single Monday. And the key things that I usually talk about are going to be sell-through ratio. Um, so the one way that we find sell-through ratio is how many homes have sold typically in the last month, but usually we'll just look at our under contracts and our pendings um, because they're typically about 30-day escrows, right? So I want to look at how many of our under contracts compared to how many are active. And so here we can see we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So we have eight homes under contract and there are 15 homes active. Um, one went active last night. As of yesterday, when I did my Monday video, it was a 58% sell-through ratio. Pretty solid. Um, and so this is actually an active client that I'm talking to you about. So you get to hear some of my problems with them. So this doesn't always uh, work out as a charm, but it keeps you in a good spot. So with that being the sell-through ratio and being a solid sell-through ratio, you really get to talk about price. And so the the property that I'm talking about specifically is actually this one right here for $775. And it's funny that we agreed to list at $750, which I still feel is the right listing price before going active. As we know, sellers like to forget those things when you talk about lower price points. So they wanted to stick at $775. Um, you can see Fernwood right here is a good competitor of ours there at 760 and another competitor that's the exact floor plans at 728. So because the sell-through ratio is pretty solid being about two months, right? If you take all the inventory that's going under contract compared to what's left, it's going to take about two months for them to sell. I use that as my selling point. Now, the thing is, they are priced higher than the other ones. So my quick Monday video on this was just simply... 
Hey, it's Matt with the, it's Matt Dussault. Wanted to give you a quick Monday morning update. I'm sure you saw the property on Fernwood because again, these are already getting sold to them. The property on Fernwood just reduced their price to 760. We are now the most expensive home that is not over 3000 square feet in the neighborhood. So I know we discussed that price point of 750 earlier on. I think that's the right price point to be at, especially with getting the feedback we've been receiving of being too high in price price. Mortgage rates have gone a little lower, although they're starting to tick up. There's some uneasiness about the bank crisis is going on. So buyers are in a little pause right now. So if we don't want to wait those two months, let's get this, let's be a little more aggressive and look about going down to 750. Short, simple, and sweet. If you keep it under one minute, again, use your phone, just flip it around. You keep it under one minute. That means you can text that video to your sellers. And so I do that every single Monday. The reason I love the video is because I think texts are a little less impersonal and um, impersonable, I should say, a little um, standoffish. It's easy to ignore a text. Uh, when somebody actually sees your face and you can bring excitement, they know what you're, they, they see how you feel about it, right? So um, I love just them being face-to-face -face with me, making sure you're seeing them, so to speak. And the beauty of it is when you keep it at a one-minute video, you should be keeping an eye on all this already. So doing that one-minute video takes about five minutes of your real time to look at the comps because you're doing this every week so you can just see the quick updates. Um, there's one point in time I was doing this for about 10 properties and I would still knock it out all within an hour. So super easy, but super valuable. I would say my number one time when I would be getting people dropping prices or just having good discussions about the listings would be on Monday afternoons because they would see the Monday morning videos. Um, the second point to this, and I'm more of a, hey, if you text me anytime, I'll get back to you, is that some people will just say, hey, get, shoot me a message after three o'clock to five o'clock or four o'clock to six o'clock this evening if you wanna speak further. So if you're a big time blocker, put that in the video as well. That way they know when to reach out to you to get in touch with you. Otherwise you may have people calling you and texting you periodically throughout the day. If you're okay with that, like I am, then that's fine. So I reach out to them every Monday doing this video. And the biggest thing I want is I don't want the seller ever reaching out to me saying what's going on. And so my next touch point is Wednesday. So every Monday I reach out, every Wednesday I reach out. And usually what I'll do on Wednesdays is either give feedback, and this is not a video, you could do a video if you wanted. I usually just do quick text message. Hey, the feedback, following up on all the feedback from this past week of showings or the past few days of showings, here's what we have, X, Y, and Z. Or you can send them something like this. This is just straight from our MLS. I'm sure every MLS has this um, an activity report that is, I'm sure something similar um, that shows your status, your price, your bedrooms, but then it will show how many people have viewed the listing and then how many have been recommended by agents. I got zero. So that's a problem on this house, which is, again, is something I use to say, hey, we're overpriced. Um, but then you can see how many times people have saved or hidden it. Hidden's not great. Um, and so we use this to show them the difference in the numbers of how things are changing every week, right? And so if we don't have enough change every week, we use that 
to show we need to change price. Now, if you want to go another easy route, I know we don't all love Zillow, um, but seeing views on Zillow does help because let's be real, our buyers are always going to be on something like a Zillow, a Redfin, a Trulia. We want them on our website. The reality of the situation is this is probably where they're going to be. And so looking at the views on Zillow is something that we can also give them just to show how active the property is. Now, when you're new, you're, of course, going to be hot. You can see we're having 100 views a day there. When you start settling in, the views go down. Now, this is where you want to start looking at what to do with the listing. Um, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but if you actually just change the order of pictures in your MLS... Um, so changing picture 13 to 12 and 12 to 13 will simply upload into Zillow and it'll say that there's been a change to the listing. Um, so if you need an easy pop to get more traffic, what we will do is just change the pictures. And so you can see that that's gone up there a little bit. That's a perfect thing to say on Wednesdays because your seller understands that you're working for them, uh, doing everything you can to put the home in other in front of other eyeballs. Um, another big thing with Zillow traffic is open houses. Uh, this house will not let me do an open house, unfortunately. But if you do have a home, make sure they're getting uploaded into Zillow. Because when you upload an open house into Zillow, you will then get more traffic. Because again, it shows the listing is getting updated. So the more that we can get views on Zillow, that's something else to sell to a client. Again, I know we don't love Zillow. But just to show, hey, we have a lot of people looking at it. There's less people looking at it can aid you in the ability to say, hey, we need to change price. We need an open house. We need to go do something else that's different. Now, that's my quick Wednesday text message. I just got to move this over. My Fridays, so we have the Monday video. You have the Wednesday quick text of, hey, you uh, have a quick update on activity, on showing feedback, or on what's going on with the eyeballs and the views of your listings. On Friday, I usually like to give a general market update. Um, we have something here in Arizona called the Cromford Report. It's super easy. Uh, again, I like something that's quick and easy. It's why I go to the activity report, send the activity reports. Why I go to Zillow and just say, this is what's on Zillow. It's already done the work for us. So if you have something that's called the Cromford Report here in Phoenix, something local, otherwise, you can just simply ask your title company. Our title company makes these graphics up for us. Um, and it's just easy to, again, copy and paste. So every Wednesday, I give them their specific uh, activity reports that are going on with each individual listing. But every Friday, I just strictly copy and paste the same thing to everybody. And this would be the market update on this one if we wanted to do it. Again, showing active listings up 200% from last year. Again, this is right before we started to slow down, at least in the Phoenix market. Uh, listings under contract down 26%. The monthly median sales price down 7.3%. And the closed sales were 6,466, which is down 27%. Um, median days of accepted contract last year and two years ago, you can see five and seven days. Now it's 32 days. So unfortunately, what we're finding is a lot of people are living in the market two years ago, right? Understanding, hey, the homes were selling in a week. Why isn't my home selling? Well, now the average days before contract contract is a month. And again, this goes back to kind of exactly what I was saying with our comps on the Monday update is that if we're looking at days of supply, 
it used to be 14 and 16, and now it's 67. So we're at that two-month mark, which was, again, that two-month sell-through ratio that we kind of discussed for the Mondays. So I always just copy and paste this to give this to the seller. Now, what does this do for you? This gets you out of being the bad guy, right? You are no longer the person that is just pushing for a price drop or pushing to do an open house or pushing to do X, Y, and Z if there's a specific update. You have the market telling you what's going on. So I don't need to say the market's bad. All I need to do is show that the number of listings are up, the number under contracts are down, the median sales price is down. This is on them to make a decision. Now, if you do have something more specific like the Cromford report, it's much easier just to go with these statistics as well. Uh, last week, we had a great one for us specifically, and you can see the trend. So their index just simply measures the supply and demand, and they put it into a number form. So it's easy to understand. Uh, the higher the number, the better for sellers. The lower the number, the better for buyers. And so you can see we went through a lull at the end of the year. Uh, we were into a buyer's market. We got stronger. But the note here, and I will send them all of this writing because the long story short of this here is that it states the market has started to cool down in terms of how strong it is for a seller. It is still a good seller's market. However, it is not getting further and further into the seller's market like it has been for the last three months. So again, on somebody that's difficult to deal with, like my listing that we used as an example, the talk is if you want to sell, now's the time because we don't know if it's going to get worse, if it's going to plateau, maybe it gets better. But all the data is showing us right now that the market is probably going to plateau here in the Phoenix area. So off of those three touches, again, just a Monday touch that takes no more than about five to 10 minutes, especially when you're into that search, you make a one minute video and you're texting that person, that video Wednesday, give them the statistics of the listing that you can pull from the MLS or Zillow. Again, that'll take no more than five minutes again, because all you're doing is going into your MLS and pulling the statistics on the sale, or you're going into Zillow and typing in their address copy, paste, or take a picture of it and send it to them. Again, that's their proof. That's all you have to do is say, this is what the market is telling you. This isn't me. And then on Friday, again, another copy and paste. And this one can be the same one to every single person. So you're talking maybe 10 minutes total for all your listings. This shouldn't take you more than three minutes per listing. Um, so within about an hour, maybe 30 minutes of work per week, you're reaching out to your clients at minimum three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then of course, you're gonna have the times when you're doing showings or giving them other feedback on days off. But all that's doing is making sure that you are staying top of mind with your sellers. They know exactly what's going on in the marketplace. So it takes it off of you to not be the person that's not doing enough to sell their listing because uh, they should understand exactly where the market's at. And then they just really appreciate it because you're out there, you're showing them I'm working, you're showing them that I'm in touch with the market. I know what's going on. So now what you're doing is showing your value. You're not just somebody who's going to put their home on the MLS and then let's see if it sells. You're somebody that's going to actively know what's going on in the market and what's best for them. And so that's exactly what happened is this is, this is the process that I've always used 
And it led me to my broker giving me a lot of listings because we had a frustrated listing clients with people that weren't used to doing client follow-up because the last two years of real estate have been really easy, fortunately and unfortunately. So um, would love to hear if you guys have any questions. Would ha- ha- Let's do um, put your hand up if you want or just unmute yourself. And I am happy to discuss further. If you have ideas, thoughts, I'd love to hear what you guys think of it and um, and uh, what you would maybe even do to do, do it better. Anybody out there? Nobody. All right. So what I would also recommend is, uh, as I said, this is for my seller clients. One good thing to do is buyer clients, same exact thing. Um, I would never take a buyer client off of a search. Um, Again, when that buyer client buys a house, I would be putting them on a repetitive search to then send them their neighborhood listings once a week or twice a week. It's free marketing. And if they've already opted into the search, you should be able to have your name in front of them until they turn the search off. And so when that time comes that they have questions on their house, you're going to be the go-to person that they come to and asking about their neighborhood activity or when they're ready to sell. So if I can recommend one thing, it's like Jesse says, scalable, repeatable systems. Having these searches is key because it keeps you in tuned and makes your job easier to be in touch with them. Um, And I would say you just always want to make sure you're reaching out more than they have to ever come to you. So um, reach out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, make it a habit. It takes 30 minutes total per week per client. We're talking maybe 10 minutes on Monday, five minutes on Wednesday, and five minutes on Friday. And you shouldn't have any clients mad at you. Uh, At worst, they'll know exactly what's going on in the market. So that's about all I have. I would love it. Any questions, please uh, feel free to um, chime in and we can chat though. Well, Matt, as you know, I was what, two, three, five minutes late, and plus I was distracted. Is this going to be recorded? You had some good nuggets in there. Yes, it is recorded. Thank you. It is recorded. Um, Autumn was recording it. I don't know when it'll be up. I believe they usually go up a couple days later. So uh, I'm sure at some point this will go up, though. Yes. Cool. Be blessed. Thank you. Usually, everybody the- else out there. Oh, the recordings are usually um, up. Same day or by the next day. Um, same place, agentpowerhuddle.com. We'll be right there. Perfect. Cool. Thanks, Autumn. All right. Thank you. Well, Autumn, that's about all I have. So if anybody doesn't have any other questions, um, I yeah, I don't really know what else we want to go in depth on here. Um, we can end. Thank you so much, Matt. That was amazing. That was awesome. Thank you so much. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. And if anybody has further questions, you can always reach out to me. Um, I am happy to talk through anything and go into this further if anybody needs it. So I have a quick question for you. Yeah. If you're not, What's up? Oh, hey, yeah. Um, I mean, so far it's been a wealth of knowledge sitting on this training. So thank you. Um, yeah. I, uh, I held an open house and I got a bunch of lists for some potential buyers. 
What's yeah. your follow-up cadence like? And what is what's your bread and butter when you approach that? Oh man. Uh so butters, I'm actually uh butters, buyers, excuse me. <laughs> I am uh completely different on um so I am big on a search, of course. Um, I don't know if you're here at the very beginning. One thing that's important, at least in our MLS system, is that when you send a listing the first time, they have to opt into it. And if they don't click that first link, which is an auto opt-in, uh, all your future listings will not be received by them. And so um, make sure you're in a CRM to make sure they're getting listings, make sure they click on that first link to make sure they're getting listings as well. Uh, yeah. Buyers personally, I am the guy that does too much work. I feel like a buyer will never leave you as long as you're outworking everybody else. And so I'm actually in Arizona, we are very transient. We have a lot of people coming from out of town. Uh, so I would just go make video tours for everybody. And I wouldn't wait for somebody to tell me that they're interested in something. If I know they want a three bedroom, two bathroom that looks like X, Y, and Z and is in this specific school district or something along those lines, or they just want to be close to shopping. And I see that home come up on my hot sheet. So I'm looking at my hot sheet every day. And I know that this meets Colton's criteria. I will go and just video it. And then I will upload it to YouTube because you can text a YouTube link much easier. Um, so I'll do like a five minute video walkthrough um, yeah. and say, hey, here's the video. I think this house would be perfect for you. Maybe it's not. Uh, maybe there's only some of it that meets their criteria. And maybe you say that, Hey, I know it's has all of this, but it doesn't have this. I still send it because then what they see is that you're out there working for them. And so that would be my go-to make sure that every single person's on the list, um, make sure they're getting, uh, your properties through the MLS and through a CRM if possible. And then I would just go out there and find properties for them. If you can go find off market stuff, that's always the golden nugget off market properties for buyers are always the gold. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Stephanie, I don't know if KV core makes them opt in or not. I know there are some CRMs that don't have them opt in and will automatically send. I'm not hundred percent sure on KV core, to be honest, autumn. I don't know if you know that by chance, but yeah, I have no idea. We don't use yeah. <laughs> So Unsure. Unfortunately, sorry. <laughs> cool. Uh, Terry, how do I circle prospect a just sold property on Facebook? Ooh, uh, you've already mailed 1000 postcards to a new area that you recently relocated. Um, do, 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 do. I think, man, if you're sending postcards, that's great. The only other thing I would say is door knock potentially. Um, if you want to do some cold calling, I've done dialer systems in the past. Um, that you would get leads from somewhere like it's called my plus leads. Um, they do filter for the do not call list. So you should be fine on that front. Um, but beyond sending postcards, you're doing direct mail. The only other thing you could really add in there is doing, um, calling or door knocking. Um, I guess you could do some Facebook posts potentially, um, and do a whole ad sequence on that. I'm sure we've had plenty of these power hours on Facebook ads. Uh, I am not the guy to go to on that though. But hopefully that helps. So cool. Anything else that I might be able to help on? <clears throat> you got it, Carrie. And congrats on the sale. That's awesome. All right. 
Well, I think we got just shy of our 30 minutes that we're usually allotted for. So if that is it, I'll turn it over to you, Autumn, and I guess we'll just close this out. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.